0: We are back
1: with our uh, question and answer session for our IAE special edition. This is where we're going to answer questions from the chat from you about specific questions about uh, just about everything from about the IAE about Star Citizens in general. Uh, let me pull open the channel point so I get this in there. Uh, make sure you uh, y'all who are watching this live are using the little coin icon to ask uh, your questions. You can redeem them there in the uh, in the chat there. All right. Oh. Alright, so I'm going to reject this one. Reject that one. I'm gonna reject this one. <laughs> um so Sir Knight asks, have you seen that the Perseus is classified as a frigate now? I have yes. Um, it get, yeah. It's getting bigger. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oof. 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 Yeah
1: it's going to grow to bigger than what it currently is. Cause that's, it's currently like barely bigger than a Connie.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not big at all. Um, cause one of the bits of, um, criticism I hear a lot about the Perseus is the lack of medical facility, the lack of an armory. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it does fit. I mean, you know, medical facilities, um, On smaller warships are basically a room with a bed in the middle uh, Mm. and that's pretty much it um you know and everything knocked away in cabinets but yeah i'm whether it gets much bigger or not because looking on the inside of it looking at the kind of cutaways i can't see much that they're going to need maybe they need more room for the ballistics Mm -hmm. uh for the cannons um because they're going to have to come from somewhere because they've talked about that the ammo itself is customizable,
0: yeah
2: is the way they've worded it, not that it's can use different types of ammo, but the ammo is customizable, so it'll be interesting to see but yeah i, I had clocked that they now they are now full on calling it a frigate, which you know, um someone saying there um I think it was a mispublication passes a frigate as opposed to a corvette yeah it, it, it's interesting, it I suppose, yeah. yeah.
1: But even even if it if it was a Corvette, I would still expect it to get bigger because the Corvettes are like the Polaris is a Corvette, and the Nautilus is a Corvette. <laughs> like it's tiny compared to those ships. Um, it is, you know. It is. Um, uh, for those of you still wondering about the raffle, the raffles ended. We just ended it a few minutes ago, so I'll, I'll pull that off of the the title and such. But yeah, no, there's no there's no more raffle going on. I
0: thought I did I pulled it off the title. I did. Huh. Um I mean unless
2: uh, I I unless they're gonna say that, you know, in their world frigates are smaller than Corvettes.
1: That would be weird because the Idris it is was... a frigate. So
2: <laughs> oh, is that what they've gone for? Oh okay. yeah, yes. Well, the, the Idris really? is a frigate. Wow. Yeah.
1: So uh does that mean they, they're literally making
0: it bigger? It could
1: be. I mean, like, the thing is, crazy. is... The thing is is that the Idris is a very old ship. It is very old. It's 300 yeah. years old in lore. And it definitely needs to be replaced. Uh, now, they've been ref- refitting them every so often, but it definitely needs a replacement. Uh, so... That would make sense if they're trying to bring back the Perseus, but the Perseus is even older than the than the than the um uh it's even yeah. older than than the, the Idris too, so it'd be weird. But who knows? Um I I think it definitely is going to get bigger, though. I, I yeah. think the the rea- reality is is that they also need to have storage for the crew. There's needs to be things like spacesuit storage, which they, they don't think they have fully sketched out yet. They'll need food storage. They'll need some sort of um, storage from the ammunition, you know, because it's going to be physicalized as well. Uh, right. You know, and if you're already getting that, if it's already getting bigger, then just giving it a tier two or tier three medical bed doesn't make a lot of It would make sense. Yeah. Um, right at least a room with a tier 3 medical bed and some, you know, the place we put supplies. Uh, Cuz it's also supposed to be a patrol ship. It's supposed to be a long range patrol ship. It's supposed to be the equivalent yep. of a US Coast Guard cutter uh effectively. Mm-hmm. So All Right. Uh yeah,
3: at least a place to treat paper cuts.
1: Yeah. At, at least a place where mm-hmm. where the dude decided that he was going to go EVA and drunk and broke his leg, you know, uh <laughs> to, to exactly. set his leg. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next question. Hey, Alanon's back. There he is. <laughs> you read lots of things. I'm also back. It seems to have missed something. Yes, you did. Or, I hit the wrong button. Uh, I'm headed there.
0: Uh, send me send me an email. Uh, I think it's like social contact. There you go. Send me an email right there, Alanon. I'll send it to you. Uh, all right. So next question comes from
1: uh, an- Ankaline. Ankalime two nine zero one, having a quick break. So early question. Let's say you're a new player. IAE is coming up, and you have a moment of total foolishness and decide to spend fifteen hundred dollars in one go. What would your approach be to get the most out of that amount? What you, What yours buying? What's your buying strategy, and why do you choose these specific ships? Can I be very frank and say that if you have fifteen hundred dollars? The last thing, and you you're interested in Star Citizen. The last thing you should be doing is buying ships. <laughs> you should buy a rig that can handle Star Citizen. That's what okay. you should be doing with fifteen hundred dollars. Is buy equipment to handle Star Citizen, because this game, she she she's not easy. Even even when she's perfectly optimized, she's not going to be easy on your on your specs.
2: So. Yeah. You know, so um, every so often I cop uh, a little bit of criticism because, and rightly so, because um, I am guilty of the same crime as board gamer in that I use a lot of stock footage in the background. The painful Mm -hmm. truth, my painful reality of this is, I am running an Nvidia 970. So when I'm talking slideshow, (laughs) you know what I mean. you know and, and and this is the thing is that you know it, it's not that it's just slightly off footage it's no one wants to watch 12 frames a second star citizen yeah. on youtube so you, you kind of have to go other ways but yeah and and gpu prices at the moment are just crazy but um mm. as for what you'd spend 1500 quid on uh mops do you want to take this one
0: <laughs> sure um
3: personal preference, I would go with a package. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I've been concierge for a while now, Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if most of those are available. The best ever package that there was was a freaking scoundrel pack that they took out, and I'm pretty sure they took it out because people were taking advantage of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, you could buy a regular pack for that. like Assuming you already have uh like a a really good computer and assuming that you're actually interested in aiding development of this game cuz i i really have an issue when people think that they're buying a ship they're not buying yeah. a ship they're getting a ship because they're contributing to
0: development um so any of the of, of the big packages you know like the uh
3: the entrepreneur pack or the uh the just any pack at all it it, it usually comes with a bargain price The you get at least one or two ships for free
0: mm-hmm.
3: and those you can eventually just upgrade or turn into something else and that, that's where i would go definitely
1: yeah I, I that was that would be the thing as well like like i if you are if you're going to get a package um, the problem is is that you're not going to get the like the big starter packages like the, the 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 good ones. You have to already have like the like Legatus or pay, or, or uh, you know uh, yeah. all of those ones. They already require you have to have spent a thousand dollars in the game. So, like for instance, um, for 15k you could get the UEE Exploration Pack. For which is one thousand yeah. one hundred dollars, and if you look at the really uh, that that pack, you get a Carrick, a Pisces, a Cyclone RN, a Terrapin, a Dragonfly, and a Freelancer Durr. Plus, with all in, with, with everything you need, like Star Citizen Squadron Forty Two, lifetime insurance, and, you know, all, all sorts of, uh, you can get a little Carrick plushie. So that that's basically covers <laughs> you for pretty much anything you want to. So. It really depends on your, your play style at that point if you're going to get that. But you couldn't get that package until you've already spent $1,000. You could then, like, melt your ships and then use it to buy those packages if you wanted to. Um, but, you know, they have smaller packages for those as well. Like, the the there's a Cutlass starter pack, which is a pretty good starter one. There's even a Freelancer starter pack.
3: Um, Andromeda uh, starter pack.
1: Yeah, there's the Andromeda starter package. And then you get... After that, you start getting the... The concierge packages uh oh is yep. the ue is the ue exploration packet not a concierge limited
3: there's two of them there's there's an 1100 one and, the, yeah. and then there's like a 1400
1: one. uh yeah there's the mega exploration package, which is the 17k right so yeah and then there's legatus which i guess you don't have to be either to get that one so um but yeah that would, that would be my guess. If you really want to just put all of that money into star citizen, you
2: know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I always take the, 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 opposite track here. So there's a lot of common sense in, in piling out your purchases. And I know a lot of people do things like that. For me, I'm just one of those people that if I want it, I want it. And there's nothing you can say that's going to change my mind. Um, you know, and I, I think there are some people out there who maybe think like that and then feel the need to justify their decisions. Honestly, if you don't buy the ship you want, you're going to feel disappointed anyway. So mm-hmm. just go and buy it. If As long as you're not going to break the bank, as long as you can make your rent and your bills and everything else and pay your taxes, then, you know, have at it and get the ship that you want. Um, you know, that's often how I make... I get told off a lot because I just buy the ship I want. I don't do CCU chains.
0: But, uh... So
3: if, if we're getting specific about it, like I would just get the $1,100 Explorer pack. I'd keep the Carrick, keep the Pisces, and I'd upgrade everything else with the remaining 400 bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: what's well, something else to do. Because that's essentially what I did, you know, uh, after, I yeah. on, uh, after I went on after I went on InfoRunner's uh, Fix My Fleet. Uh, the suggestion that they gave <laughs> me was that, which was basically melt everything, buy this Exploration Pack, keep the Carrick, and then just CC you everything you want. Uh, from yep. that package because you can get some good stuff about it. Um, yeah, the twenty nine forty eight pack was the one I had. So, so my Carrick has become a Perseus. Uh, the The freelancer became a Freelancer Miss. The the Terrapin became a Cutlass Red, I think. Um, yeah. And you know that that sort of thing. So I've just kind of like cross jested up most of those up to the, what I wanted. My to, so. my Terrapin mm-hmm.
3: became a Valkyrie, and that Valkyrie is now Perseus.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: So,
1: uh, and that was all done with like are like stuff I already had laying around like um, extra um, credits that I had, you know, from way back. Um, Mm -hmm. Perseus gang. Yeah. This is the
3: entire, this entire chat, this entire cast is Perseus. We're we're the, we're the Uh, anti-executes. You've seen the size of those fucking guns. The perfect, um,
1: Get two friends together and cause some mayhem on a on a on a Saturday night. That's that's what that's what the person is. Might, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's it's a it's a pocket I, battleship, man. Yep. It's, it, mean, it you, think, yeah, it is literally the grass fight.
3: Yeah, if you it's, think sorry, the fucking inferno is overpowered,
2: <laughs> Wait
3: Perseus, <laughs> wait,
0: is yeah. not for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the um, you know, it's gonna have the someone's gonna rock a Perseus. With a pretty damn good crew on it. They're going to get into people's logistics trains and supply lines. They are going to have a blast. And a lot of people are going to have a cry over it. Um, it, It's exactly, it's just, it's going to prey on stuff. It's going to, people are going to have a bad day catching up to that thing. Um,
3: But all things considered, that ship is going to be a freaking brick. Like it's going to be slow (laughs) as hell. Mm
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it's also so, going to
1: be it's also going to be able to just like take missile bukaki spam like like it was its job because <laughs> yeah. that's its job, yeah. you know. It's yeah. So, um, so uh, next question comes from Centurion who asks um, two, uh, Centurion two hundred three who asks Argo Raft. There's some questions people that they're like, wait, what's the Argo Raft? So the Argo Raft is a rumored to exist, sort of confirmed at this point new ship from argo which is going to be a as far as we can tell a cargo transport ship um kind of like mm-hmm. an intro cargo transport ship about the same size as the mole um that can carry it could carry 96 scu or 130 something scu we don't know um mm-hmm. because of the the wording on the description so we have to wait till it comes you out you think
3: it'll be that big
1: the mole? Mole's not that big. The Mole's only slightly bigger. Well, no, than no, no, no. I, I meant the uh,
3: the the raft.
1: Yeah, the, the 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 raft is about the same size as a mole. Really? Yeah.
3: I thought it was gonna be like a little baby ship.
1: No, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a um, like a little bit bigger than a freelancer kind of thing. Maybe a le- little less than a Connie, but more than a freelancer. Same same about the same. I'd say a similar size to the four hundred, but we'll see. Um yeah, it's the it's an Argo cargo on steroids, is what it is. It's uh, but it's an Argo cargo with a very specific limited role, similar to the SRV, which is an Argo cargo with a very limited role. Whereas the Argo cargo's flexibility is that it has different modules that it can swap out to kind of do what it needs to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um <laughs> what's a better fighter, Vanguard or Saber? Vanguard. <laughs> Hands down. Uh that's just not a question. But yes, yeah, so that's, that's that's what we're talking really about. I think the Saber is good, but like in terms of a straight up better performance, you're going to get um, yeah. your average person is going to be do better on the Vanguard. Just too much damage output.
0: Yeah.
3: But yeah, and as, as, I, don't, I don't like the as, gun placement on the, on the Vanguards as, as,
1: as um, chat says right now, Vanguard in the future, who knows, you know, meta will change. Uh, yeah. So this is from Mount Stunner for Badgers. More importantly, what happens if you lose? <laughs> what happens if you lose the, the
2: raft bet? Absolutely not telling. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it involves me um, shaving a certain part of my body that will remain nameless. Holy
3: That's crap! There.
2: NDA, NDA.
3: Uh, <laughs> absolutely. And, what, and what's the bet?
2: Um, it's it's whether or not the raft extends in the middle. So I think it opens. It, it, it effectively the rear section is on rails, so it can extend it auto, out to take it more. Inflates. Yeah, basically, yeah. You, you, you hit you hit a button; it blows up like a like a life raft. You
0: know. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah.
2: I'm I'm gonna win that bet, right? Yes, right, fellas. Yes, right? you are
1: gonna win this absolutely. What What does execute have to do if if that's the?
2: uh <laughs> This one isn't with execute. Please oh. do not give him ideas. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> the, when XU came on the 24-hour stream uh mm-hmm. he convinced burks to officiate as uh, a wedding in star citizen if we reached a certain goal and we didn't meet that goal so execute yeah. is very much into in, into into betting for for for, for fun so uh,
0: <laughs>
1: all right um all right, next question comes from Steve B. Dancer who asks, where do each of you feel the Vanguard Warden is right
3: now?
0: Hmm.
1: I feel yeah, bad place. I don't feel like it's in a good place, but I don't feel like it's in, it's not the 300 after the Gladius was released. Like that was, <laughs> that was just like, why yeah. does this even exist? Um, I feel like the Warden has yet to show its true potential because the Warden is um it is a two-person fighter explorer ship almost. I think mm-hmm. when the when pyro comes in the van the, the warden will will start to show what it's good at. You know, because it can go long distances and not have to refuel. So I can I feel yes. like I feel like when pyro comes out Using a uh, a warden to go from Stanton to Pyro to do a mission to collect some some boxes or to kill a few few people on the ground and then you know be like bring them back for knock them out and bring them back for 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 Mm -hmm. detainment or whatever you're gonna choose a warden over something like a harbinger or a sentinel because it's got that extra storage space for weapons and uh, it's got a little bit more of a of a a long range but I think the warden is I still think the warden is a bad place for the meta. Especially with the existence of the re- re- Redeemer, it's just a, not in a good place.
3: Yeah, I Either think makes- they need to rethink the Warden mm-hmm. and its turret because we already have way too many two-person ships with turrets. Yeah. Like they they need to they need to make it. And like, if if I'm being honest, like the Gladiator and the freaking Hurricane are way more effective as, yeah. a, as a two-person fighter. So what I would do with the warden is instead of it having a um, a regular turret, I would make it a missile turret, like the harbinger. The harbinger has a the harbinger has a missile turret. They have rocket turrets. Yeah. Oh really? I did not yeah. know that.
1: Yeah, its top it is a. a, a Where well, do you, um, you go? I'm
3: I'm new to Star Citizen, people. <laughs> 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 I uh, got in the game yesterday.
1: But I, I think what you're meaning is like being able to like lock on and target missiles from the from the turret as well, right? Yeah, I think I think that would well, that would work pretty well. Yeah, yeah,
3: like literally. So you know how in the in the eight ninety you have literal missile turrets? Yeah, just like that, and not make it like size two missiles, like maybe size three, size fours, so, yeah. something that can actually pack a punch. Um, and and just just make it be its own thing because i remember when we were doing xenothreat the one thing that always freaked me out whenever a warden was around is that it would start spamming missiles on me and that was the scary part not the fact that they were shooting at me because if if i'm in a saber or something like that they're never going to hit me because i'm just moving around really fast Mm -hmm. right but if you if you start annoying people with a shit ton of missiles that becomes different Mm
0: -hmm
2: yeah absolutely and i think you know the the range i think to very respectfully of course um disagree with, with mops there i think where the vanguard is going to come into its own as we said is range um because the the other fighters are irrelevant from the from the point of view of if you don't have a carrier but you're on the offensive to an opponent who's two jumps away, the other fighters are irrelevant because you can't get them there without a massive effort of bouncing from refuel to refuel across a system, through a jump point, through the next system. And of course, all you're doing as you do that is you're increasing the chance that you're spotted,
0: Mm.
2: that they know that you're coming, that someone sees you, they understand exactly what your disposition is, and your opponent rocks up with the fleet specifically built to counter what you've brought. Right. Whereas and, and
3: the, only, the only disadvantage to that is the mm-hmm. Ares.
0: Yes, the Ares so... is
3: made to to take out wardens. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like, absolutely. They, they
3: stand no chance. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, but but you know, if you're if you're looking at taking an unsupported fighter force a considerable distance the vanguards become your option which is why i think you get the where everyone's sitting going well why would you take the hoplite against the other dropships why would you take the harbinger against the other bombers and the answer to all of that becomes range mm.
3: distance
2: yeah because distance you need
1: tension the like the yes. retaliator can get that same distance but you also need a mm. fighter escort to prevent it from dying whereas a harbinger yeah. is its own fighter escort so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And, Good point. and I and I think the range question isn't going to come up until we have more range like we just don't yes we just don't have the range yet that's, that's why
2: no absolutely yeah.
1: and, and people go oh well what about the hurricane well the hurricane is a is a fighter is a carrier fighter it's not a mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's not a long range fighter so
3: you can't even get to freaking Hurston with the with the hurricane without dropping off somewhere first
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah
3: All right,
1: let's move on to the next question. Centurion asks, Mm -hmm.
2: are the
1: the Tavaran nation getting capital ships? Or do do the Tavaran have capital ships? They do, they did. We don't have any, as as of the lore right now, there's none that have been captured. The reason why we have the Tavaran ships we have today is because those were captured or discovered by accident. Um, and were, um, or by, by circumstance and have been like backwards retro and you know reverse engineered into ships that humans can use, but based off of the designs. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're
3: re-engineered and, and they're pretty much extinct. So I don't see them building anymore. Yeah. I mean, they, they exist, but most of them
1: are yeah. in the UEE,
3: like they don't really need
1: to build ships there's no call for them, so.
3: Yeah, and and it's not like one of them can say, "Hey, can can you build me a, a capital ship? I'm,
0: I'm looking."
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking to overthrow the UEE. <laughs> uh, I want to start the third Devarn war. war. But I, hey, I I think the third Devarn war is going to be one of those events in game that humans are, the, that that that, means really? that players that players are going to have to help the, 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 the determine. I think that's going to be a sucker punch kind of event. It's going to be one of those things where it pops up, like people are like, oh yeah, we're worried about the Vanduul, we're worried about the Xi'an, and then here comes out of like left field this this brand new Tavaran fleet that's just <laughs> out of nowhere kind of thing. That are going to palpate in that shit? Yes.
2: Yeah. That would be a, a very cool kind of a side, wouldn't it, that, that, that there is a, a Tavaran fleet that refused to surrender. They're out there somewhere, they're, they're moving between, and the flagship is one of these capital ships that you know, you see once in a blue moon.
3: Yeah. The lost Tavarin. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: the, like like the Japanese on an island, you know, what do yeah. you mean? What do you mean the war's over? So
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the thing about it is is that there was a the the reason why we have the um the talon and the uh I keep forgetting about the, right. the, the prowler, I think. Yeah, the mm. prowler. Oh right, right. Yeah, the the, the reason why we have the reason why we have those two Tavaran ships is because Uh, the Prowler and the Talon were both found in an abandoned Tavaran colony that no one knew existed in a system called um, uh, Cabal and Mm -hmm. uh, it was abandoned shortly after the end of the First Tavaran War but in, in in that thing that talked about the Cabal system they also found out that there were some equipment that had been messed with as like, lately as, like, a couple of years ago when they when they first found oh. these equipment. So, like, they know that someone had been back there to check up on all that stuff, and the only people who knew about it were the Dvarin. So that was the heavy influence that they're keeping open, that maybe the Third Dvarin War will be a thing,
2: so. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, as well as player-discovered jump points, it could be player-discovered, player lost tech i mean i'm thinking of that yeah. that the commercial they did for the banu defender of that you know of exactly what you're describing
0: mm-hmm.
2: um something like that would just be very cool but you know they'd obviously have to have a very close control on who and yeah. what they named it you know because you can't have the uh, the banu um you know executor discovered by suck my toe 69 it's just <laughs> not you know it would be an awful awful design decision um but yes, yeah, or, or I, both I, I guess,
3: in both ways. I guess the general idea is that, yeah, it exists. Yeah, we'll probably see it in-game, but no, you can't buy it.
1: No. I, I, don't, yes. I, I highly doubt you will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, really cool Kavion asks, Banu Merchantman price estimates for tomorrow? 800 The Banu price, because the Banu is going to get its price increase. There's just
3: no way about it dude i so i was seriously surprised by the redeemer mm-hmm. like it went from 250 to 375. 375 yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that the the merchantman is going to hit 900 it's it's just too yeah. big of a ship it has too much cargo space it has like it can carry fighters i mean
0: yeah, i i, that, I that think it's going to be a
1: it's going to be a thousand dollars when it comes out in game. That's it's. Yeah, but so, so I think at least eight hundred to nine hundred dollars. It's whatever the the yeah. the eight ninety was plus alien tax. That's what it's going to be. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: So, um, what yeah. do you think, drinkers?
2: I, I agree with everything you guys said. Um, you know, given the stir that it created at CitizenCon, as we said before, it, they are of course going to capitalize on that um i think some of the some of the images that came out were blew me away so yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm really going to have to get hold of it before it uh, before it gets silly
1: do you know what it originally re- originally cost cuz i have the original one
2: um go like on 320
3: something
1: 250 dollars
3: <sighs>
1: it was the same uh, price as a constellation
3: i i, I upgraded I, can't even. I upgraded to it at 350. Yeah. I and then I got I it decided to belt it.
1: I I got it at um I got it at its uh its original concept
3: sale and I've been holding on to it. Oh. I keep forgetting that I have it.
1: <laughs> it's just like
3: Yeah. Like, uh... And I I mean you don't have to look very far. Like the Polaris is about the same size. It can carry a fighter it, and it doesn't even have the 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 merchant capabilities, right? Doesn't yeah. have the storage space doesn't have anything and that thing's worth like 900 so yeah, yeah I, I definitely see the the merchant man reaching 900 or a thousand
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: all right uh next question comes from golden triangles who asks i just got here so apologies if you said it has the carrick gone down in desirability compared to the uh the odyssey no i i think they're two different exploration purposes. If you want the yeah. Star Trek Enterprise, then you you uh, the starship Enterprise, then you use the Carrick. Whereas mm-hmm. if you if you want a um I don't even know if there's if there's a sci-fi example of this. Um, and <laughs> if if you want a forward operating base for a mining facility or like for a mining crew then you take the, the the Odyssey. Yeah. Completely different, you know.
0: Um mm-hmm. Odyssey uh, yeah, the Odyssey parallel. Go ahead. So it comes sorry. down
3: to whether it's gonna have the, the medical bay or not. Yeah.
0: DGP. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. yeah sorry um Omega Richard got it bang on there. The, the Nostromo. Yeah. Um so something like that. Um yeah, I think I think the Carrick is set for a couple of minor disappointment disappointments, which are going to knock down its desirability. Because, again, it is one of those ships that is just so easy to take, yeah. and, and CIG have actively said that they don't want that. So I think there'll be subtle things like the modules, the cargo modules. I don't think they're going to be quick to replace uh, or to switch out. I don't think they're going to be cheap so it's not like you can just watch them, swap them out, and I don't think they're going to be quick to load. Mm. So whilst it can do cargo, potentially they will handicap it as slower than something, than, say, the the Caterpillar, um, so, you know, for whatever reason. Sorry, Mops.
3: No, no, that's okay. Um, I think the game changer for the Carrick is going to be the drone implementation. As mm. soon as that hits, the Carrick is going to be back up there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because drones are, are going to change a lot of the way that the game is played. And, yeah. and I mean, the character is pretty much a dedicated drone ship.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also don't oh. know if the Odyssey
1: will have drones either. It could also have drones, which would make sense. It could.
3: Yeah, it could. Yeah. So maybe not as so many, you,
2: but... you were talking about a, a ship that, um, what ship we'd like to see earlier. Um, how about a drone control ship? There we go. I'd be so a today. drone carrier or something like that. Um, but yes. The, anyway, sorry, I digress. The
1: the, the um the, the Protoss carriers from Star from um from Starcraft. From
0: Starcraft. Yeah. Yes.
3: Um, you know what, what? would be awesome if they decide to release like a little drone ship that can just follow you around, and you can you can operate as a secondary camera for like anything.
1: I I you know? I have been I have been begging. For for micro drones to be used for or drones yeah. like that to be used that can follow around and you can use for camera operations. That's what I hoped the Mako was going to be was just like have like a mm-hmm. drone that you could use to like mod like control from one side. But mm-hmm. we'll yep. see. All right, uh, next questions comes from Renovate who asks: Perseus has four size seven guns. For comparison, the Javelin side turrets have the same guns plus two size fours on top. It makes no sense to make the Percy a frigate. I think it's a mis mishap uh, or mishap on uh CIG's side.
3: Agreed. Well, but is, isn't the Javelin a capital ship, not a frigate?
1: Yeah, well, the yeah, the, the Javelin is is a capital ship. Well, the frigates are technically get capital ships, but the Javelin's a destroyer. Okay. So, yeah, okay. um uh, uh I I think I still think it's a corvette, but I still think it's going to get bigger. Yeah. I think it's going to get bigger uh, unless they up, up those guns from size seven to size nines. Cause that would make that thing disgusting. That'd make that thing absolutely stupid. And I don't, <laughs> don't think they're going to do something <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. no, no.
1: That would, no. that would, that would
3: make it a cruiser. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, It'd be nice if, if what they did with it was add like a third gun to, to each turret, you know, yeah. like, have like a little tripod. That'd be kind of fun.
1: But yeah, yeah, I, I
3: don't think they'll they'll increase the firepower.
1: Re- reliving World War One attempts at dreadnoughts—just stick guns yeah. everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, I mean, it, what they have done is is almost exactly the idea of the Graf Spee. They've taken mm-hmm. something that is that is smaller and basically stuck whopping great guns to it, yeah. so it still has all the weaknesses of the previous kind of. Um, you know, of cruisers of its time.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But it's got two whopping great guns that if they find you, oh boy, are they going to slap you about a little bit? So. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, When will, when we will evolve to a missile frigate, that's what the, um, that's basically what the Polaris is, is a missile frigate. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, uh, next question comes from fly, uh, flymo ninja who asks, we all know that CIG doesn't want a meta ship. Uh, A meta for ships. I'm fine Mm -hmm. with that. But what do you think people will um, think about the lore notion and in-game power creep making older ships redundant? CIG is going to have to do a good job of going back and looking at ships and making sure that they have a right viable option. Mm -hmm. Because CIG always has the option of, instead of releasing a new ship, to release a variant of an existing ship. Um, And the key is to have a ship it's also important to remember that not all ships have to be good. They have to be good at what they do. But if it's a ship that's the same size, that does it better. You could easily change something like the, like we talked about the Vanguard, the Vanguard is long range Mm -hmm. and there's, there's literally nothing like it in its, in its uh, that that can go as long as it can go. Um, And, and that's what it's designed to do. So kind of like kind of like the 300. I think like the 300 is not a very good ship compared to its competitors, even like the 325A. But I think the 300 will probably have a little bit more efficiency compared to the other older ships like the Gladius, which will make it a little yeah. bit more of a danger. So it can go longer than the Gladius. It's not required to be a, uh, like a carrier ship. Uh, it does have, a, it has more flexibility. I think that's where we'll, we'll see the tuning not in you know, it's making old to keeping old ships viable, not in, um, like reworks, but in the details.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: I actually think that the, the reason we have metas at the moment is due to the minimal gameplay possibilities that we have. Um, because the, the Mm -hmm. way that patches roll out, like they'll focus on trading right which was like what three eight trading was great and then they they started getting in on mining and then mining was great and then got messed up and then they started doing most of the bounty hunting stuff and then bounty hunting was pretty cool but then mining started to suffer and trading still wasn't working and um so the the thing is if you're looking at the at the um at the gameplay loops that we have available, depending on the ships that are around, some ships you just start forgetting about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just because the, the the game loop has gone away, right? So, right now, part of the problem is that when it comes to PvP, there's only one type of PvP, which is people just trying to look to pick a fight somewhere. And the only way that you can do that is if you have a ship that is fast, is sneaky and packs a punch right but eventually once all that gets sort of like evolved and pvp has different um, uh things to consider like you're gonna have scanning and you're gonna like the stealth mechanic is going to be a lot different then the the other ships that have all these different configurations they'll start to fill in their roles uh within the game and i i think that's that's where the meta is going to go away yeah.
2: Yeah and I think you've got to remember that Stanton is one environment right mm-hmm. so it's it's like you know Stanton is always sunny so we're all wondering why on earth are people selling umbrellas and raincoats
0: yeah.
2: um whereas it's not going to be the same across systems so you're going to have you know ships like the Bunny Merchantman versus the whole series are going to be a valid comparison because there are going to be some places you're just not going to take the hulls because of the threat um you know and it's going to be the same w- across all of the ships so you know as mops are saying th- there's gameplay loops out there we haven't had added yet they're going to change the games in ways that will hopefully keep the ships that we have viable and then as you know Astrupav was saying the remainder will be um we hope looked at CIG rebalanced and, and brought back to, to being useful. But you know, I, I you know, because I'm, I'm looking at things like the Avenger Titan and thinking for those really high ticket commodities that you can only ever buy one or two SCU of at a time, you don't need to be shipping that in a Caterpillar. You don't need to, to ship that in a in a C2, you can ship it in a Titan you know you can you ship it in an aurora if you want to um you know whatever it is but yeah i i think we just need to you know have in the backs of our minds stuff's going to change lots of stuff's going to get bigger you know the the game's going to get bigger much bigger distances to travel areas where we've got legality to worry about we've got the threat of conflict we've got the threat of pirates or not um, are going to make ships just goes, you know, why Why would I take a javelin through safe space? Yeah. I don't need a javelin. I can do this in something smaller. Uh, and so on.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, I think, I think we, we have to wait until every, all of the game is built for, before we start going back. Like there's some cases where like the Connie's need, its interior is old. It just needs a rework because it needs the, like where the, where the, where the modules go to like put in stuff it need, that doesn't exist really um the like the bedding and the, the the whole thing was built for a completely different game so it needs to get reworked for that But that's yeah. a functionality like interior i don't think i think gone are the days of the like the cutlass complete rework or the 300 complete rework because those two ships were like very early on need, and they needed a complete rework but Every ship since then has had these ideas in mind when they're being made. Um, you know, people kind of like to shit on the the uh the uh the nomad because it's just like why why would you have a nomad? And it's like, well, because we haven't really seen what the nomad is capable of because it's just I find its job is super niche. You know, the
3: nomad is freaking awesome. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's an all around ship. It's it's probably one of the best starter ships you can get. Yeah,
1: but yeah. like like a lot of people like look at its price and go, "Why why get it when you can get a, a Cutlass?" It's like, well, because the Cutlass is probably not going to be a great ship to go between systems. It's a good patrol ship, but not a very good long distance ship. Whereas a Nomad probably can haul a little bit more. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, all right, next question. Um comes from uh, Mount Stunner who asks, it's probably been asked and answered before. Do you think they will ever, quote unquote, retire a ship from real money purchases and in-game purchase by coming out with a new version, such as you were saying with the Idris, about the Idris really needing to be replaced with something new? Like, stop selling like... a
3: specific ship? Um... No, I think he means like uh trading in, in for a new model. You know, like like the 20, mm-hmm. 2955 version of the cutty that is just gonna look
1: them. I think they've said that. You know, I, I don't I don't think you'll be able to trade it in though. I think I think that is something that CIG will probably do. And this is gonna sound weird because CIG is never ever gonna stop selling ships. Look at me right now.
0: <laughs> this is going to
1: upset many of you. CIG will not selling ships. Stop selling ships. They make too much money. Um, they'll stop selling ships when you stop buying them. Uh, that's just the answer. Uh, because early on there was a um there was a, a promise that CIG said that they will only sell ships until they release the game. Um but it's <laughs> like uh yeah. That's just what's going to happen. They, they said that they yeah. stop selling ships when the game releases. They're not going to do that. What they'll do is they'll just turn all those ships into game packages so they can keep their promise. We're not selling ships. We're selling game packages. So there's just yeah. twice the price. And they'll still sell concept ships. I, I guarantee you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
2: Um, I think it's potentially... I think it's the lesser of two weevils um, yeah. where, you know, they were talking about selling gold. And, and I have a much bigger problem with them selling gold god yeah i'm going back to my warcraft days you know what i mean credits, credits. See? um yeah. but you know it, it, that's effectively what it was right um in the i think that's much more damaging uh potentially to the game um because isn't that exactly the same thing except you know credits can be used for everything um whereas if you buy a ship you've still got to be able to fuel it, you've still got to be able to repair it, you've still got to be able to stock it. You've got to be able to do all of that stuff by playing the game, giving me the ability to buy credits. Just what can't I do with that? The only thing I can't do with that is increase my reputation, and I might even be able to do that with credits. Yeah. Um so Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't think I don't think they'll go as far as making like a new model for each ship every year. No, but We will see like new versions of the, of an old ship eventually.
1: Yeah. I I think, I think like what they'll do is I can almost guarantee you that CIG will get to a point where the game is in beta or release or whatever. And then they'll say, here's the Mark two of the cutlass we okay. okay, everything we've learned and here's a brand new version of the Cutlass. It has a little bit better stats here, a little bit more stats there. It looks better, it handles better or whatever. It'll have some advantage. Just kind of similar how they've done like the variants, or uh, the different variants. Because we know that for instance, the Hornet uh, in Squadron 42, there are two Mark's versions of the Hornet. The Mark 1 is still being worked on. So the, the Hornet Mark 1, the OG Hornet from the original Squadron 42 trailer, is still going to be made in uh for squadron 42 but the mark two also exists so and they've also kind of said it in lore that their mark one and mark two are actual like in-game things
2: mm-hmm. um
1: so that so like so so they've already done it a little bit with squadron i wouldn't be surprised if they did it with like the aurora and the mustang like they've already kind yeah. of upgraded them but w- they'll get to a point where they're just like we'll just keep those in game because they work but here's the mustang you know 2950 edition or 2955 edition or whatever. So mm-hmm. or the 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 Mustang uh or 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 the just call it a new thing like instead of calling it a Mustang call it the the Colt or the 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 you know whatever.
0: Uh.
1: <coughs> so yeah, uh next question oh, yeah. comes from Kevion who asks do you think buying skins such as a Best in Show skin are worth it, or will these paint skins be available in-game? They're all going to be available in-game. There'll be some yeah. small exclusives, but they'll all be going to be available in-game.
0: If you want it, buy it. If you don't, yeah. don't. Um, but yeah, yeah there'll, there'll certainly be
2: a few things that we won't get in-game um, skins-wise, but yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah like best-in-show skins, I think, are going to be, be... But, like, skins just in general aren't worth it. They're never worth it. They're not going to get mm-hmm. any I value because they're just pretty.
3: <laughs> I, I think the way that they'll handle it is they'll make skins really expensive in-game. Mm-hmm. And then if you get blown up or you have to claim insurance on a ship, you mm-hmm. lose the pain.
1: You lose the pain, yep. yeah.
3: Unless unless you purchase it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah i think every every single skin option or color option is going to be in game i i think they might eventually just like you can go to to like uh cousin crows and just customize the hell out of your ship like you yeah. y- you'll be able to choose which color you want where and stuff like yeah. that but the paint will fade uh yeah if if you get shot up the paint will be pretty much messed up and you need to buy it again mm-hmm. uh, whereas anything that you buy outside a game you'll probably be able to just reload by just claiming insurance or whatever
1: yeah i think, I think there'll be some advantages and we don't know exactly what custom cousin, cousin crows is for but i wouldn't be surprised if that's the case where you just see like you know um uh being able to customize like colors and specific quadrants, maybe like primary, secondary, tertiary and quaternary colors or something like that. But yeah, that we'll was... see. Um, so, yeah, the answer is no skins are never,
2: never worth it. But
1: you know, since an- the end game of every MMO is fashion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Worrying the accurate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, that's actually, one thing I like—I love about Star Citizen that it—it it, it really isn't, you know. Like you can do it, sure, but that's not like the end game that you look for, isn't it? You just—you're just living out your life,
0: you know, mm-hmm.
3: in the
1: verse. Uh-huh. Uh, Falcos, the the paint is available in game now. Like all almost all the paints. I just think there's a handful of like exclusive paints that aren't available, but. Um, so Renovate asks, "Let's say you're a new player and you have a rig that can handle Star Citizen, and you have fifty thousand dollars to spend on the game.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Uh, not would you
1: a buy? This is yeah. this at this point. No, at this point, take that fifty thousand dollars and invest it, make some money. Unless you're already, yep. in, if you have fifty thousand dollars and that's just like a, it's just mad money, then you already are richer than I. I can't even imagine." Like $50,000 would cause, would wipe out a lot of problems in my life. <laughs> just, just hands down. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you, could just, you could just freaking call CIG and tell me you want to invest in the game and maybe get a return.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I feel like, um, you know, if you're talking about 50K on a game, then um, now's a really good time to mention my Patreon links. I don't have them, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have it. I
1: don't have it. Um. Oh, oh! I had the wrong. Uh, I had the wrong link for that. Hold on. Oh, people are like, like, why is it? Why is it Twitter not working? There we go. I updated it <laughs> <laughs> on my on my on my panels. Like, did you did you delete you, your, your 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 Twitter? It's like, oh no! I changed the name. I've changed it back and forth a couple of times, and I've got to change it back. There you go, Ixion.
0: Um All right, yeah.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. 50 k's. Like I can't even think about that kind of money. Like, like, yeah. It, like at that point, you're looking at 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 Legatus package. Like, just buy a Legatus package. You know.
3: W- was he was he talking about actual buying like in game chips, or was he talking spend, about like decking
1: spent Spend your, on the game. He said computer. he said, you're, okay. You already have a rig that can handle Star Citizen. You have 50K to spend on the game. Okay. Yeah.
2: Go, go find a room in your house that you're not really using and put yourself in a whole simulator setup so you can live your best yeah. Star Citizen life. It's yeah. got to be able to move. It needs screens yeah, all around.
3: exactly what I would do. Eject but, yourself
2: but- out the chimney. You know, yeah. just... <laughs>
1: Buy buy a ha- buy a buy a small condo that you just you that you just deck out and repaint the whole thing to look like a like like a like area 18, and uh, a a nice darkened room with just just dedicated to a sim pit. That, that kind of money is what you can get for that. So, Absolutely. and just buy a ton of Benny's
3: noodles and
1: you'll yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, uh, I love that none of the answers are, are ever buy ships. Because, like, I, 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 this is going to sound, again, blasphemy, but every ship can be purchasable, purchasable in-game if you play it. It's not a good investment. Yeah. Ships are never a good that, investment.
3: <laughs> that goes back to what I said earlier. Like, if you're interested in helping fund the project, do it. Yeah. But yeah. if not, if not, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're not buying a ship.
0: Yeah.
3: You're just getting a ship because I, you're you're helping.
2: You know, I'm going to make a an admission that is probably going to doom my very nascent um, content creator career right here and now. But the reason I bought my first couple of ships was, um, it, you know, it was a few years ago, uh, and we'd not long gone through the engine change. Um, and in my head, I was like, I still don't know if they can deliver on this project. But I'm so invested in it, I'm so excited for the game that what I wanted to do was spend that money to try these ships in case the game never made it to release. And and mm. that was it. That was just like, do you know what? I'm willing to part with this cash to have the experience of flying these ships around in the verse in case it never gets there. You know, and you know, I'm I'm fully hoping and and you know that it gets there and it's everything that we want it to be. But that was why I spent the money. It's not so much to own them in game full time. You know, I've got a yeah. bunch of capital in the game now that I can use to buy whatever ship that I want within my price range and you know have fun with. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I, I get. We get that it's you're not buying ships in game. You are buying ships in game. The problem is is that yeah. what, what we're saying, what what Mops was saying was it's not a good investment like if you wanna if you want to donate money to the game you know that by buying ships that's fine you know yeah, you're paying taxes on it yet yeah, but like if you come into the, with a mentality that I'm gonna buy this ship what do I get out of this ship the answer is nothing it's a digital item that really doesn't mean anything and can change on a whim like there are better investments to do like, if you're, if you, you, and you only really need $45 to buy a game package and, and, and get pretty much every ship in game. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, and like, like almost all of the ships I currently own, I have like little to purpose for them. Like, I, like the most, there's like three ships I will, I will use out of all the ships because a lot of them are waiting for other things okay. or I got them because yeah. of like giveaways or because, or like, like one I got from a, from a, uh, winning a contest from CIG and that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah. Um, all right. Next question comes from Yashik, who asks, "When you buy the package, can you sell those ships as solo?" I think he's asking like sell the ships in game. We don't know yet. We don't know if you can sell buy if any ships you you buy with real cash you can sell, because I don't see. Here's the problem with that. CIG has always said there would be a way for you to purchase to get your ships back that you purchase in like with real cash.
0: Mm-hmm. so
1: what you would do effectively is you may be able if if you could sell ships in game that you purchase with real money, you could sell those ships and then buy back your ship. so you could sell those ships for more money than you like for for in in game credits and then get those game that get it back for a cheaper price. So, you could constantly use, you, you could constantly have an infinite money making machine because you're constantly getting money back and selling it for higher prices. And that would, that would not happen. So, like, the, you know, there are probably many problems with that. And, and I don't think CIG's ever come out and said that you can sell ships that you purchased with real cash.
0: You know? Uh, yeah, not to my knowledge. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Next question comes from Jad Jad who asks, if you could see any
1: ship component life-sized on display at sitcom, what would it be? Ship component. A capital class quantum drive.
0: Nice. It was a huge,
1: the, 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 the size of a, of a, of a, like a generator, like one of those big, like mm-hmm. generators you have to carry around with like a, like a, like a trailer. What do you think, Mops? What, what, what would, if you could just have see one life-sized ship component, what would it be?
3: we're talking like at a Citizen Con.
1: Yeah. Right? At a Citizen Con, yeah. Like you know how they had like the 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 like the almost to scale yeah. dragonfly. I'd like, wanna
3: what? I'd want to see one of those size nine guns. Size nine guns? You, you know, kind of like how they have it displayed on, on Hurston, just yeah, like yeah. that big
0: fucking cannon
2: yeah that'd be fun nice i am absolutely gonna steal one of chat's ideas for this um the gravity drive from the reclaimer like a plasma ball ball on steroids um yeah yeah, absolutely that that's just a really good you know the same from the vertical slice from the from the idris something like that would be amazing yeah. Something you, you could look at it and figure out what it was for, or or either that or it was just stunningly visually cool, but so much of them are just boxes with valves on the end, and it's like mm-hmm. I've no idea whether that, you know, eats garbage or you know protects my ship from laser fire. I yeah. just don't know.
1: All right. Next question comes from Max Sol, who asks After Polaris and Perseus will be released, which could win in a battle in 1v1? That's mm-hmm. a good that's a big question that has lots of answers. The question mm-hmm. also boils down to who's flying the ships?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: when, Where is the engagement happening? And um, who's attacking who? Because the Polaris has a lot of Alpha Strike firepower when it's torpedoes, but it needs one kilometer distance at least. I think it's more like five kilometer distance to fire its torpedoes at its target so if the perseus can close its distance it has higher it has better firepower for up close slugging that's what it's designed to do so
3: yeah
1: yeah and skill also matters too you know
3: i mean the the perseus is meant to hunt down those ships right eh, kind of it's more m- meant to hunt down like commies
1: and caterpillars um really but it, yeah it's designed to, to punch down rather than punch up but it can punch up if it needs to
2: yeah, they they call it the subcap killer, didn't they? I, I yeah. think the, the challenge for the Perseus is going to be keeping the torpedoes off itself, especially if the Polaris is putting a fighter up um, as well. Oh yeah, then you know those. Well,
3: but doesn't doesn't the, the Perseus have uh, anti torpedo guns?
0: Yeah, it has. It has yeah, an it's, animated it's...
2: Um, PDC basically. Yeah. The, the two is it twin size threes? Is it yeah. size 2s, sat on the back? Um yeah, it, it's gonna have to obviously choose between whether it hits the fighter or the torpedoes uh, and just how effective I, they are at it. But I think you know, the
3: bane so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no,
2: no, go ahead, please go. Ahead.
3: I think the bane of the per, of the Perseus is gonna be fighters.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Like it's not gonna be able to take like a bunch of fighters because it has no fighters.
1: No. Yeah. It's it's not the same as the hammerhead. Like the the, the in an yeah. ideal world you have a Perseus, a Polaris, and a Hammerhead together. The mm-hmm. Hammerhead mm-hmm. clears the torps, any torps coming towards the fleet, and clears out the fighters. The Perseus gets in close with any big ships and, and just kind of hugs it to death. Uh, and the, the Polaris opens up with an Alpha Strike at a long distance to take out larger ships while deploying its own fighter. Those three ships are yep. designed to be uh, the perfect uh, synergy with each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's almost without wanting to go back to it. it's almost the kind of the idea of the MMO tank
0: mm-hmm.
2: it is literally there to get attention and and keep it on it because you know a Polaris going into a group of fighters with its own fighter and its own attendant fleet is just well I'll just going to smash everything with the turrets and you know assist the fighters whereas the minute you put a Perseus in the opposing mix it now has to for its own survival focus on the Perseus mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you've really changed the kind of dynamics of the fight. Um and it does say, you know, the weapons that the, the guns on it, the size sevens, have been dubbed subcut slayers. Um, mm. you know, in the right situation, it's gonna do some serious damage to a Polaris.
0: Yeah.
1: And if um, you don't pay if you don't pay attention to it, it's that's, that's yeah. its point. It's supposed to be big and annoying, or it's supposed to be annoying enough that if you don't pay attention to it and take care of it first, it will hurt mm-hmm. you. But it's also not the biggest damage dealer in a fleet. That's kind of easy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of combo, so. Um, yeah. Um, all right, next question comes from Rough Galaxy, who asks, how many more ships do you think Star Citizen needs right now? Additionally, do you think CIG could be working on ships vehicles when, they de- when that dev power could be released on more pertinent tasks? I don't like that question. Because it assumes that it, it assumes that um someone who is a ship designer can do other things.
0: Yeah. What yeah. Do you, want,
1: it, what, you want a ship designer to do like what FPS combat? Like, like what are they supposed to do? That's their job.
2: Yeah. You know? it, it, I, I completely. I, I get the frustration. Yeah, yeah. I do um because we've all done it we've all we've all been fully immersed in the game enjoying it and then something stupid happens Mm. some bug something that isn't what they intend Uh, you know i get it the frustration is there for all of us at time we've all felt it we've all you know head desked and Mm. gotten annoyed by it but 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 it's just that is you know these guys aren't going to be able to get back in networking it's it's really obvious at the moment the bottleneck is server meshing because Mm. they're showing us pyro they're showing us lots of pyro you know it's in all of their iscs now it's look at this stuff happening on pyro because we Mm. have it ready but we can't give it to you yet because we we don't have the server meshing um you know i i think we need to acknowledge that the ships are how this game is funded as we've been Mm. talking about earlier on in, in this segment um, they need to keep going down that way. Completely get the frustration. But, you know, as has already been said, they yeah. can't, th- th- we can't just assume that they can do that. 3D modelers are not networking specialists.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Rough Galaxy, um, like, clarified, saying pertinent attacks being, like, gold standards for ships and working on current concepts, which are currently being worked on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I. Here's the thing. Ships require, so CIG has several ship teams that work on each individual location. And it's obvious that someone who's making a big ship is going to specialize in big ships because they have to think about ships in a very specific way. They have to think about ships as a series of rooms put together and how does that hull connect with those various rooms? Whereas someone who's building a fighter doesn't really have to worry about that. They have to worry about the functionality and the form of a smaller ship. And the reality right now is I don't I can't think of one small ship that would be could really be released today that still exists in, in concept. I mean, we've got rovers, but I can't think of like like um uh, an old ship, a ship that's been old um uh, that hasn't been released yet. Like the X one I guess would be the closest one, but that's even on the on the red map. Um uh
0: like
3: so I, I guess can't. I guess part of the thing, part uh, of the thing is that there's a method to the madness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we think that everything is just being done randomly, thinking like, oh shit, you know what? We're just gonna release the audit. No, like there's a reason why they're releasing the, audio. for the same reason that they decided to release the stupid carts in hangers. Yeah, they yeah. did that because they were trying to work on the, the way to get people, to um to get hauled into hospitals when they were incapacitated right Mm. uh they're also working on the way to physicalize cargo and how you're going to put the cargo into the ship it's not that they just thought oh you know what let's just do uh, something that's going to be fun is going to be the little carts where you can carry stuff around there's always a method to what they're doing and the same goes goes for ships like okay People are bummed out that they moved the hull C from from three sixteen, but if you put the hull C right now in three sixteen without the cargo refactor, there's no sense to that. Like you're, it, it's gonna be like the reclaimer all over again. The reclaimer is a very cool ship. It's very big. It has a bunch, of missions, but you can't do anything with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um, so,
1: I, but what I was going to say is that that I think I think there's just like you said, there's a method to the madness somewhere in there Mm -hmm. that, and I think there's very few numbers of people who can build bigger ships that are in star citizen right now. than in CIG, which is why they usually focus on one big ship. So they've Mm -hmm. essentially tackled everything they could do. They've done all of the easy tasks for the old concepts. And those who are working on the gold standards are still working on the gold standards. It's just, they also require a specific type of person to work on the gold standards. Um, Mm -hmm. They, they I, I, I don't know if those uh, transfer. If you're a new ship artist to go back and work on a gold standard, I don't know if those skills transfer. I don't know how CIG does that, but that may be the, the, uh, the, the question for that is is more of a CIG question, I think at that point, because it's like, I don't know why they don't do that, but I also know that the way that CIG often works is very specialized individuals doing very specialized tasks and in the past they've pulled those people off and put them onto other teams and when they've done that it slowed production down because those people had to relearn how to work in that team they could be a coder but coding for fps versus space flight is very different so
3: it's like a comment in the chat where like if you put a a a ship designer to to start working on planets you get a fucking death star
1: yeah (laughs) so so, like, so the question becomes how specialized are these these tasks and why do they, they prioritize them? And I think the answer is, the answer, the easiest answer is, is it in Squadron 42? Does it have something to do with Squadron 42? That's just getting priority. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the gold standard pass of the, you know, Carrick may not be a priority because the Carrick's not in Squadron. So, you know, <laughs> okay, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, all right. So next question comes from uh, Rough Galaxy. Or no, we already answered that one. Um, Metallical, who asks Do you think they will increase the viability of ground vehicles versus air vehicles in Atmel? Yes. 100%. Yep. Watch the 2016 CitizenCon, to give you a good example. They actually have a, a point in there where they say, electromagnetic disturbances are too hard, you cannot land here. And, you know, turbulence started p- picking up. Then they also had mm-hmm. a giant sandstorm that kicked through. I know that was the year of the sandworm, and we still are far away from anything like that. But that also shows you, as a vertical slice, what they're planning on doing. How they wanted to have weather systems mapped so that they can do sandstorms and storms and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And they, they already sort of have that. Um, people, if you ever if you ever walk through a windstorm in any planets or moons, and you get you knock yourself knocked on your ass, like that's the wind blowing you around because they've got a knockdown for a version for it now.
3: Um, Flying I mean, through a microtech cloud is fucking scary.
1: Yeah, because you can't see on the other end. Yeah. Uh, so those those sort of things will start to happen. I also expect like densities of trees or or rocks and that yeah. kind of thing to be difficult to land, but easier to drive through. So. Yeah. so, yeah, they definitely are going to increase those
0: viabilities. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, it's just things like, like,
1: are kind of a joke right now. None of the ground vehicles can even penetrate shields on ships. The second most powerful gun in the game is on the Nova tank. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm going to say. Is. Um, that is. And Jumptown, uh I did we did some dumb stuff at Jumptown during that 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 um uh that that uh helmet thing they were doing for, for spooky season. Right, um yeah. we, we we pulled out like four ballistas and every time a ship came by we'd just just hammer it with like six six missiles at one point. Like yeah. it, it can do work. Like ground vehicles can do work. They're just super freaking limited in when they can do stuff like that.
3: Um, yeah the 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 thing you can't assume is that a single ballista is not going to bring down a carrick yeah like but if you have like five ballistas at one location that carrick is going down
1: yeah and five ballistas in game is a lot cheaper and easier to man than uh a carrick (laughs)
0: uh
1: all right uh, Centurion asks why not? Uh, why CIG not selling uh, per, a, per, a Pegasus carrier? Because it was originally part of Squadron Forty Two, and it got pushed mm. to a later stage in Squadron Forty Two. So they're no longer making it right now. I don't. We don't know if it's been canceled or been changed, but we haven't heard anything about it since like twenty fourteen. So.
2: Oh. Hmm. I'm also kind of hoping that there's going to be a size of ship beyond which they won't go i'm kind of hoping that's the javelin they've already
1: said Um, they won't they don't want to sell anything bigger than a javelin a javelin is like fully crewed as 80 people (laughs) it's an 80 person ship like that's insane that's a lot of people to run a one ship now it is a pretty beastly ship but like Mm -hmm. that is that is a you know it requires more people to run it than i mean it doesn't require that many but it 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 has capability of having of, of having more people to run it than there are people who can play on a single server right now <laughs> um and, and you know even the bare minimum where you you um so there're like five guns on either side for size 7s plus the two main guns if you have a crew one for each one of those you're looking at uh what twelve gunners alone? Not to mention the pilot and the, the like. The, the you yeah, gotta probably one a
2: couple of engineers in and amongst that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're still looking at close to like thirty people just to run it oh, bare, yeah. bare bones. So,
2: um, I can actually see, just as a slight aside, I can see organizations, the larger ones in game, actually running real world shifts on a yeah. javelin so you 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 know it's like uh alarm goes off at three o'clock in the morning Uh, gotta get up for my shift on the javelin you know i've got the morning watch oh god i I, (laughs) I
1: can also imagine the javelins wouldn't be pulled out until there's like hey there's an there's an invasion fleet coming time to bring out the big guns you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right uh what are your thoughts on the ryland I'm going to be honest. I thought the Ryland was bad. I don't think it's bad anymore with the just sheer amount of cargo it can hold.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. For its price. It's a sexy ship. Oh, it is. It really is. Yeah, I like what
1: it. do you thought? Um, it, it's a ship that you really like, right, Mops? I know it's like one of your your favorite ships.
3: It It's not my favorite. Um mm. I think my favorite is the Scorpius, but okay. in terms of a cargo ship, it is my favorite cargo ship. Because it's small. Uh it, it's so like the M2, for example, or the C two is I feel it's overkill, right? And then if you go down to the um to the um to the caterpillar, mm-hmm. It's underkill right like that that ship is so slow has no firepower um like it, it it's it's literally a sitting duck right um and then the like the m2 and the c2 are just ridiculous they're yeah. just but then you have this little it, it's it's not too big it's not too small it's kind of like your Goldilocks mm. cargo ship. Right. And that's what I like about it. It has is has two good turrets, which means that you can at least keep people away. Um you you're not going to be like flying Xeno threat and taking on an Idris with it. No. But you can at least get away from pirates. Um and a nice cargo space. It a very cool design. So yeah, it it's 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 In in terms of a cargo ship that I actually want to fly, it is probably my favorite. Awesome. And I'll like I'll I'll say like the hull series is is pretty cool, but that is just way too much for me. Like I don't see myself flying a freaking hull C with like three thousand SCU of storage space. It's not no, no, it's too much. Oh, um, I, I turned off. I
1: turned off the the redemptions for questions just because we already have. We're coming up on oh, an okay. hour and a okay. half, and yeah. I, I wanted to pause p- that. That's also a question with safety Seth uh, as asking. It's not someone that I'm I'm gotcha. capable of of answering at this point. That would be something to ask something like info runners, who oh. uh, do fix my fleet, and that's <laughs> a perfect question for InfoRunners. Uh, you're Absolutely. good, safety. It just it's just one of those like like. That's like a like a question about like should I swap this ship for this ship? It's like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I know some
3: people. The only help. thing I, I would say to that question is remember that the MSR is a data runner. Yeah. It's not necessarily a cargo ship. Yep. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Going back
2: to the Raiden, I think I think what the Raiden is really nice for is it's it's kind of showing rather than being a cargo ship in its own niche, it's just diversifying the cargo range. So there are other ships that sit quite nicely at that level. And what you're getting is choice. It's not a case of, well, I want a cargo ship that does this with this many crew and has this sort of range. It's, oh, look, this is my one choice. Okay, then I'll take this one you know you've actually got a little bit of kind of sideways diversity and it's like right here's the three you can choose from you've got your alien gucci special which is the the you know and you've got a a couple of other ones um really really nice looking ship as well i've just got to echo you there mops it's i really liked it when they yeah yeah pretty
1: all right let's move on to the next question renovate asks What is the advantage of a legatus pack over a curated fleet of capitals uh, um, of capitals one with F5 wars? Easy capitals of purchase
2: wh- not having to take part in F5 wars?
1: And also uh, <laughs> do you have people do you have people to work all of those capitals? Also with that with an invictus with with a, with a with a legatus pack you at least have some ships that you can fly solo. It's basically every ship in the game. This <laughs> is what you get with the goddess. So, yeah, I think it was a question from earlier when we were talking about like all of the all of the money to be spent. So, um, Kevion asks, "Is it me, or does a bunch of fighters seem to be the uh, to be the answer to deal with almost every ship?" Kavion, let me tell you a story. It's 1941, <laughs> and the and the Germans have decided to they're going to invade Russia. Russia technologically isn't quite up to up to snub, and they don 't have the the resources to really stop the Germans. They do just on the wrong side of the continent. So what is their answer? People just people you get enough people you can take on anything a tank ain't gonna, ain't going to survive a swarm of people it's the same thing with with fighters. You get enough fighters, it can destroy anything. but the qu- problem is you need to have people who know how to fly the fighters who are good at fighting the fighters and won't run into each other while they're fighting a bigger ship. That's harder than you think. The amount of people who've run into me while we're circle strafing a larger ship is way too high. (laughs)
3: Dude, Xeno threat was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Xeno threat was like a hornet's nest. People flying all over the place. That was, that was scary. Mm.
1: Just hoping you weren't hitting somebody when you're trying to kill the ship. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like I'm surprised I didn't like, collide with other players as, as much as I did or as little as I did uh,
1: yeah it's just, it's just the answer like uh, death by a thousand cuts uh, the problem yeah. is when it comes to it though is do you want a five hornets or do you want uh, a redeemer and the answer to that is what do you want to do you know if you want to fight do fighters then you know like do dog dog fighting then obviously the hornet but if you're gonna be doing ground missions and or or going on ground to, to take something over then yeah the the Redeemer is a much better choice for that um the same thing with like the hammerhead like the hammerhead, I know someone in chat. I think it was Lou saying, "Like, like, oh, the hammerhead's terrible right now." It's like the, the hammerhead's terrible right now because they haven't rebalanced guns. <laughs> they haven't done that yet. When they rebalance but the guns,
3: you get you get you get six good gunners on a on a hammerhead, mm-hmm. dude. You, you can you can tear stuff up.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I know there are ways to counter the hammerhead, obviously, but
2: well will yeah. this and it, it ta- keeps taking us back to the range argument is that. You don't want to fight at half the range of your fighters because otherwise when you get there, you're going to have to immediately turn around and come home. Mm -hmm. So they need to operate close to whatever's flying them, which makes them mainly a defensive use unless Mm -hmm. you're flying vanguards or unless you're flying from a carrier. And if you're flying from a carrier, I don't care about the fighters. I'm going to kill your carrier, or at least I'm going to try to. So, you know, yes. They seem to be the answer to a lot at the moment, but I think, again, that's because we have an artificially small game environment. And as they start adding systems and people, you know, not wanting to necessarily be based in some systems, but will want to go there to do stuff, we'll start to see
0: the limitations that fighters have. Uh, All right, next question comes from...
1: I am Vader, the only daddy who asks. Can we start a boycott on Hurston Dynamics Company? All right. So let me let me let me explain to you my grand plan. This is I haven't had a name for it yet, but if anybody here has heard of Operation Pitchfork, I have something similar.
3: <laughs> Viva la
1: revolución, um, <laughs> <Viva> la <revolucion! laughs> comrade. Uh, I want to um, just for fun see if players can take over Hurston, take over Lorville, because it has access from the outside in. So once the green zones are gone away, there are no longer arbitrary green zones where you can carry guns in a green zone um, if you manage to smuggle it in or whatever. Then assaulting an outside gate with a sizable force to push into Lorville and then just conquer the entire city and see how long we can hold it that sounds like some lore-making fun. On top of that, the Hurstens all suck. So, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not that difficult to justify that. Um, so, and
3: not to mention, now we can loot really nice armor off of all the guards.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and get some other stuff as well. So, uh, just similar, similar to the, the whole concept of just like, hey, we're going to have some fun and see if we can do something. In this case, we're going to do it. But... We're also going to, um, uh, we're, we're going to do it, but we're also going to, uh, you know, maybe do a little bit of lore thing. We're gonna we're gonna justify it with some revolutionary talk there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's
3: my plan. It's not well, well, no. what was it? What was it that they said in in Three Amigos, we will we will rape the horses and steal the women? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, that fucking movie.
1: Uh, I've heard the term quote unquote gold standard multiple times, but I don't know what it means. So, CIG's definition of gold standard is fairly simple. They want to update ships that are older to the current standard of ships. That means places for uh, components, it means things like places for weapon storage or just general storage uh, overall. And uh, some ships needed like uh, a docking bay because they don't currently have it. Like the Retaliator now has a docking bay it's going to be able to put into it. They've also increased the, some of the, I think some of the, the hallways have gotten slightly increased because to allow for, for NPCs to walk through them. Um, it's essentially just going back and, and bringing older ships up to their current standard. Um, mm-hmm. the, possibly for Squadron 42 or in, in conjunction and, and, with Squadron and, um... 42.
3: I'm pretty sure the platinum standard is a patent pending, so
0: yes. wait for that. <laughs> yeah. TM. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, the, the, the confusion is that when when developers often use the term gold standard, it means that it's right before it goes to release. Because when something goes gold, it goes uh, it is when it's finished and ready to go off to the printers. So they haven't explicitly said this, but I have a feeling that the gold standard passes are we want to get this ship ready for squadron and this is what it needs to be at for squadron so it that doesn't that's not necessarily done it's just ready for squadron
0: yeah
2: if you want if you want a kind of an example of that in the pU if you think of the Mercury star runner when that was released it's got doors that you can lock manually leave open all mm. that sort of stuff it's got light switches all of that sort of thing if you apply that to the connie the freelancer and everything else that would be bringing them up to the gold standard as when the MSR was released. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
3: And it has to do with the, uh, the buttons on the dash all uh, mm-hmm. equating to an actual function. Uh, sometimes the, the actual animations of, of the player touching the buttons, stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. We have two more questions. Uh, bang on about one hour and a half or so as, as well. So. Urban asks, should open deck carriers, the Kraken, the Liberator, be restricted from flying in atmo with ships on the deck? No, I don't think so. Um, the, 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 the problem with, open, with uh, open deck carriers is that the shields of the carriers are not protecting those ships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They've already said that. The bubble does not go around those ships because it's a skin tight shield. So, if those ships are unshielded on the deck, they're going to get
2: destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
3: also, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Just when, um, so having worked on carriers in real life, um, when aircraft land on the back of smaller ships, so frigates, they actually have something called the harpoon. If you've ever seen the back of a frigate, it has a metal mesh grid under where the helo lands and the harpoon is basically fired through that and then it opens out just like a you know a batman style harpoon uh which locks the helo to the deck uh in rough weather and then all the flight crew will run out and literally just get cables and strap the thing to the deck um so even at the moment you know you wouldn't want that in star citizen because that would just be dull but, you know, in effect, we've got far more futuristic ways of that happening. So, you know, in effect, no, not really. I suppose there's some argument of. Also, Sorry, go
3: something we need to take into consideration is that Star Citizen literally uses gravity generators. So yeah. mm-hmm. those pads will actually hold the ships. That...
1: Okay. So p- apparently, people are saying that like that the the Liberator does, shields do cover the ships, but only to a certain size. Effectively, yeah, yeah they're, they're still going to be vulnerable. So, yeah. Um,
3: so you mean if I land a Retaliator on it, it's not going to work?
1: <laughs> of course not.
0: No, but no. here's the rea-
1: <laughs> here's also the reality: you're not going to be landing a Liberator with a Hornet on the back, like. If, if anything, you're going to be putting like maybe a tonk on the top, you know, but most of those things are going to be inside anyways because it's going to be difficult to deploy yeah. them unless they're inside that that garage. so
2: I want to see how many mounted guns we can get stuck to the top of a liberator and just bring it in with about forty or fifty people there all stood with rail guns, missile launchers, and mounted guns, and just turn the liberator into the the fightiest ship in the galaxy.
3: I want to see a liberator with at least one Aries and two Scorpiuses and then like, like, like a couple of Tonks inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be nice.
1: Need um, more, more fighters on, on the Kraken. That's the cool. same. Yeah, kind of thing. definitely. Just, um,
2: sorry, just to clarify, because there seems to be some confusion in the chat. So, the Liberator Q&A said that it will extend a couple of meters from the hull, the shield. Mm-hmm. So, those couple of meters will cover the bottom part of fighters. Um, it will not cover all of them unless they are only a couple of meters high.
1: And um, everyone knows about shield holes and what they do to your ships. So,
0: mm-hmm.
3: so, so, pretty much what you're saying is that the arrows are yes yes so yeah
2: Wingless so, arrows.
3: so so my so my my
1: response is still correct
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah.
1: the liberator is not a combat carrier which is, carrier. Which they is said many times part. you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs> uh all right Kavion asks skip this question if it's already this is the last question skip this question has already been asked this hasn't but this is a good question anyways uh, but does cig not showing any squadron 42 gameplay in quite a while worry you they talked about being almost ready to have squadron beta, and then nothing from then afterwards. I think it has more to do than just waiting to
2: show spoilers. They had, so we saw that clip on the Asiado station.
0: Mm-hmm. If you
2: remember, there was a big long, and it, the camera was just moving through it in different ways and trying to give us an impression of all the different ways you could approach that station. Be it, you know, through the front doors with shotguns out, or sneaking up with your knife or whatever um and that was supposed to be the first part of a series that where we were going to get footage and videos and talk throughs of what was going on in the game shortly after we got an email to say that's not going to happen they don't want to spoil the content that traditional game development you only tend to, or, you know, older game development, you only tended to find out that a game was even coming six to eight months before release. Um, They don't want to wear out, as it were, the hype, so that's what they're doing. Um, Whether that means that we're going to start seeing stuff six to eight months from Squadron 42's release might be one for us to discuss, but yeah, they've effectively said that they don't want to do it because they don't want to spoil it for us.
0: Yeah.
3: So what I think is, so Squadron 42, I think, has already gone into like a lockdown mode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like they don't want to do anything until they're ready to almost release it to beta or whatever. Um, part of the the reason for that, I think, is because most of the gameplay we already live while playing the PU. Uh, most of the gameplay in terms of mission content we've already seen with the vertical slice. Like the only thing different that we'd be seeing now is like improved graphics, uh, maybe better AI behavior. Mm-hmm. And then the third point with all this is we get a monthly report on everything that they're doing in Squad. It's not like we're not getting any news. We're getting it. We're just not seeing the video coverage.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: that,
1: that's what I was going to say is that if you read the monthly report, they tell you everything you need to know. Like for instance, I can tell you, that um the they're going back and finishing up uh the first couple of missions for the first the first couple of uh parts of the game and they've mm-hmm. already finished like part four five and six they're going back and working on some other uh, aspects for for like seven seven through 19.
3: you know there's at least 19 mm-hmm. missions um these I are all th- there was like a setback with part 27 something like that yeah yeah
1: yeah so like if you follow like just because there's not a video doesn't mean you can't follow along. They they do this mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. And then a lot of that stuff is just copy-pasted from the Star Citizen stuff, but not all of it is. There's still a lot of stuff they tell you. There's, um, for instance, did you know that there are variants of a bangle?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bangle variants. That was in the last Squadron 42 update. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Like, yeah, so so th- that's the important thing to remember is that they do are still telling us stories. They're still telling us what's going on. If you really want to know what's going on in the squadron, they do monthly reports. Just like Star Citizen, they do monthly reports. Um, <laughs> so, like, the problem is that nobody reads them or very few people read them because people are worried about spoilers and other things like that as well. So they don't want to read it or just maybe they don't, they don't know it exists. Um, but CIG 100% is working on this game. They're working on it thoroughly. They're, they're doing their best. The Chris wouldn't move his entire family to the UK just for the whims. Uh, he's lived in LA for, I don't even know how long at this point, probably close to 12 to 15 years. And you don't just uproot your whole family in life to go to another city. Even if it's one, you know, for the lulls. Like there's a reason he moved there. So Yeah. Um so uh Bangal is an RSI ship, yes. So uh, the so the the answer is if you're really concerned about Star Citizens or Squad Forty Two's development, check the monthly reports out. And if um you're worried worried like, you know, what's going on or what's what's well yeah, just check the monthly reports out. I was just gonna say
3: that. Uh, and even the progress tracker, the progress tracker has a lot of the stuff that they're working on for yeah. Spartan 42.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, like uh, the game is the game is being developed as I'm saying. Um, now, if the question is, do we expect the, the Spartan 42 to come out soon? Um, I, I don't expect it to come out for another two years. I expect 2023, 2024, 2023 probably be more like it. Um, which, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, are like, well, that sounds like it's ambitious. It's like, that's two years away. <laughs> we haven't even finished 2021 yet, guys. So, um, but yeah, and 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 apparently that Bengal, by the way, that Bengal um, variant took place in a month. It took a month and we did an entire Bengal variant. So, I don't know what that means, but it's definitely, I think to me, it means it's like they're, they're working on it. They're, they're they're digging down on it. So, um, so yeah, that's it. That's the last question. Thank you for, for, for watching us. Thank you for this special episode. Thank you to mops and mops and, uh, drinkers, uh, drinkers with gaming problems coming on to talk to us, um, on this, this Sunday. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please hit that follow button here on Twitch. Make sure that you're, uh, followed and subscribed to these two wonderful gentlemen as well. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the little bell icon. Remember to hit the bell icon, then go inside and hit the little all notifications button. Otherwise YouTube doesn't send you shit. That's just how they work. Um, for some reason, they lock everything behind three buttons for no reason. So, um, <laughs> and if you want to watch us live, we do this Saturdays at 6 PM Eastern, 11 PM GMT. Um, almost every saturday i may take no next saturday we're definitely doing something i maybe take the saturday after that off but we'll see uh yeah next saturday is a lore citizen uh captain's table where jail and algrid are coming on so be interested to do that uh all right y'all like i say every time hope to see you someday in the black
0: thank you